You are now listening to MK Podcast. MK Podcast. MK Podcast. Hey guys, and welcome to the first very episode of MK Podcast, where we are going to just talk about life. Um, I, for, for those of you who don't know me, um, my name is Michaela, and I am a 23-year-old lost soul, should I say. Um, before we get into the podcast, I just want to let everybody know today is May 11th, 2022. The hour is six o'clock. The minute is 48. Uh, But here's what we got coming today. Uh, We're going to talk about nightlife culture do's and don'ts. Okay, we don't want you guys to be out here looking like fools, looking like clowns. I've seen it happen too many times. And uh, so, you know, we're just going to school you guys a little bit on that. Also going to talk about drugs. No, but we're uh, we're definitely going to be talking about some experiences that I've had with uh, marijuana. And um, my life outside of smoking marijuana because I no longer do it. Uh, But I do have some funny stories to share with you guys and definitely want you guys to send me some feedback uh, or some stories that you guys have with drugs here. And we're also going to be talking about COVID, um, how to know you might have it, how to get tested in long-term symptoms, and of course, my very first experience with COVID because it was fucking hell. Um, I actually wanted to plan a little segment for um, some latest purchases that I have bought. Um just to keep you guys updated on what I'm wearing, what's cool, what's hip, what's not. Um, that is from my own standards, of course. I don't know how you guys are out here living. That's your choice. Uh, but my latest purchases, just maybe thought you guys might want to check it out. Um, so I actually just want to trip through my job that I recently got back from about two, uh, about a week and a half ago. And before I went, I went fucking splurged on so much shit. We were going to the beach out in Fort Lauderdale on this nice ass resort. And every single day, um, we were changing probably three times a day, uh, during the day. And then like three times a day during the night, mind you, this was like a three day trip, uh, two nights, three days. So of course me being me, I did have to go out and spend, um, crazy amounts of money buying all kinds of shit. And the first thing that I came across when I was looking for shoes was that shoe selection is fucking horrible. And I'm also not going to pay a shit fuck ton uh, just to buy one pair of fucking dress shoes. So I took a trip down to Nordstrom Rack and found some some cute, you know, dressier shoes. But then I was like, you know what? I know my feet are going to be fucking blistered, just fucking tore apart, just wrecked. You know what I mean? I was like, I need something that's going to be comfortable. And I'm not a fucking Crocs wearer. I'm sorry, but I just can't do it. Um, if you saw my feet, you know why. Uh, so I did take it upon myself to go to Shoe Carnival, world's cheapest shoe store. Anybody who's listening to this that does not know what Shoe Carnival is, Google it. Um, and I went to Shoe Carnival and I was like, you know what? Hell yeah, sweet shit. I'm finna pull up. Shit, I'm finna pull up. <laughs> but anyway, so... Uh, pull up to the uh, shoe carnival store and there's these fucking hey dudes that are just like standing out dude I'm like those motherfuckers look comfortable as shit I'm finna yeah so I try them on and I'm like I was in that store I I kid you not I was in that fucking store for like an hour trying on every single fucking sandal down the aisle like I'm sure the people were like this bitch is stealing or something like they're checking around the corner like you doing okay today and I'm like yeah I'm doing good don't worry about me so finally I find two pair of Hey Dudes and I'm like, which one should I get? Which one should I get? And I'm like, I'm fucking sitting there testing them out. I'm like, mm, these ones are comfortable, but are these ones 
as comfortable as the other ones. I don't know, right? So I'm sitting there and I'm trying them on. I'm trying them on. I'm like, fuck it. I'm just going to get both pairs. So, yeah. So, that's my first purchase. I got two pairs of Hey Dude sandals. Literally um, the best fucking shoes in the world, can I say. Like, y'all motherfuckers out here wearing Crocs. Nah, that, that, that ain't it. I'm telling you, that ain't it. Get you a pair of Hey Dudes. Come to find out, like, these motherfuckers are a hit, too. Like, I wore them to work after I came back from the trip, and I got so many compliments on them. Uh, but super nice, super super comfortable, and also very cheap. I think I got a pair for, like, 39 49 bucks. Um, but anyways, on to the next purchase. I did actually purchase a coffee bean grinder. And let me tell y'all, this shit has changed my life. Like before you know I was I'm not like a I'm not like a hippy dippy kind of coffee drinker but I'm also not like a pretentious coffee drinker either I think those might go one and the same uh but the the kind of coffee I'm drinking is like shit like literal shit I mean I'm I'm fucking buying the $12 huge ass can of McCafe the McDonald's coffee on the shelf I think it's delicious but I know that it's shit for you pretentious coffee drinkers out there who go and buy your Starbucks um your Starbucks every morning and you know got your, got all your star points or whatever the fuck they're called yeah so I'm not I'm not one for that I'll, I'll just make my own coffee and call it a day well I had gotten a coffee maker for my mom for Christmas and it's nice as fuck and I was just like why do I keep on putting this shitty coffee into here so I actually ordered um, shout out to any H3 fans out there I am an avid watcher of H3 I watch it every single fucking episode I've watched probably every single episode that's ever aired but there was this one coffee shop and this one owner of the coffee shop that actually called in and uh, this guy had brain cancer and you know he's fighting for his life but you know in the midst of it all you know he um, he actually started roasting beans and selling them all of those beans going to profit um, excuse me he's going to donate all of the profits to uh, Ukraine war efforts so I mean I was like hell yeah I'm in I'm down so um ordered some coffee beans off of his website he's based in Minnesota um I'd have to check up on the exact city but it is called Fiddlehead Coffee if you google it you can find it and I swear I swear to Billy Bob this is the best fucking coffee I've ever drank in my life like the first sip I took I was like ah like that shit really fucking quenched my thirst and I was just like damn this should good ass coffee so anyways I did have to buy a coffee uh a bean grinder <laughs> did have to buy a bean grinder to make sure I could grind down my my uh, my beans every morning uh but that shit is fucking great and I'm literally never going back to regular ass McCafe coffee that shit's crazy that I was drinking shit like now that I'm drinking uh pretentious coffee I don't give a fuck you know I'd rather keep on drinking that than ever go back to that bullshit that I was drinking before um but yeah so that is my life in uh, my coffee world and also I actually you know what this one I don't know if anybody's ever heard of this like I uh I thought it was a pretty big thing um so in my in my lifetime I've seen a few commercials for Stitch Fix and I don't know if anybody out there actually does subscribe to this shit let me explain why I purchased Stitch Stitch Fix and why and there's these first of all I, I, I should have actually mentioned that none of these are sponsored I have no sponsors this is the first fucking episode there's probably one person listening to this podcast right now uh, but that's okay anyways um, Stitch Fix I 
started ordering Stitch Fix and I thought about it because I actually work for a company, a telecommunications company, where I have to be business casual every single fucking day. Um, Now, if you know me and you know how I dress, you know I'm not a business casual bitch and you know that I don't like to dress up, really. I like to wear sweatpants. Um, I'm more of a sweatpants slides kind of girl myself and um, I don't like dressing up and I don't like buying shit that requires me to spend a lot of money on dressing up that's just not my style so you know I was like you know what I'm gonna invest in something that you know something can I can subscribe to which Stitch Stitch Fix you can subscribe to it and you can uh they will just send you clothes like they just straight up send you shit so it's $20 a month and they send me a package every other month I don't need it every month or every two weeks that's that's way too much uh but they send me these clothes that I like, you know, you get your own personalized stylist. They tell you, hey, uh, we need your pant size. We need what size shirt you wear. We need what size shoe you wear. And they go based off of your style. They ask you how you normally dress. Um, you can personalize messages to your stylist. And so that's what I started to do. Um, and it's really worked out for me. I mean, they send me a good mix. Um, so as I said, you know, I don't really uh, wear, you know, business stuff outside of going to work every day, but they do send me a great amount of business casual clothes um, that I can wear to work if you're more of the dressier type. And this is for women and men, um, non-binary, whatever you are, whoever you are, um, you know, there's stuff for everybody. So if you're more of a dressier type, of course, you can put that in there and they will send you everything that you've ever imagined. And if you're more casual, of course, you know, they'll dress it down for you. So there's also shoes and stuff like that that comes with some of these packages, which is amazing. And literally, it's one of the best decisions I've made in my life. I've become a subscriptions bitch. I've noticed that my fucking toothpaste is on subscription. My clothes are on subscription. My food is on subscription. Like just makes life easier to live in the future, doesn't it? Uh, but anyways, so yeah, they, uh, my, my most recent package, they sent me a fucking blue North Face hoodie, a little pink knit hoodie, and then some blue slip on vans. And these motherfuckers are comfortable as shit. Everything fits. It's fucking amazing. And so the way that it works is they'll send you like hella clothes, hella, all kinds of different stuff that you can put together. And if you don't like some of that shit, you can just send it right back. They send like a, a little bag with a shipping label on it and you just stuff everything back in there and put everything that you don't want back and pay for what you do want but that shit's love like but that that is uh that kind of wraps up the latest purchases um that I have kind of kind of been uh tiptoeing around and trying to do my best to stay financially smart um you know and these are things that I kind of take into consideration is those subscriptions they really do help me stay on top of my finances and stuff like that so um couldn't ask for a better life right love those purchases Bitches do be shopping. Bitches do be shopping. You can't deny that. But anyways, uh, that is it for the top of the show. I do want to start transitioning into uh, the main course for tonight, which is going to be nightlife culture do's and don'ts. Um, Now, I'm going to be honest with everybody. I was supposed to draft an episode and I was supposed to talk about things um, that were on my document. But uh, I'm kind of going off the cusp right now because, you know, my brain likes to do that and I'm just going to go with it. So we're going to start off with the don'ts. Okay. The first thing that I want to say for don'ts is do not be scared to like talk to a stranger. Um, You know, when you are out at the club or you're out at a bar 
especially if you're not too fucked up don't be afraid to talk to a stranger like this definitely expands your social palette um it opens you up to new experiences i can't tell you how many times like i've you know experienced talking to a stranger like um i'm a jewel smoker for anybody um who smokes a jewel or smokes cigarettes i'm one of those bitches that's like let's go smoke like every two fucking seconds that i'm out plus it'd be hot and it'd be i'd be fucking sweating in the bars and shit so it's time to step outside and cool it down please but anyway so you know i'll step out on the balcony and somebody will be drunk as fuck and they're like hey i want to be your friend you know um but anyways you know how many times that i've gotten like job offers like people are just like oh my god you would love this job you know what i mean not that i took them up on it but i'm just saying like that's a great way to network and even though you guys are fucked up at the time i mean there's so many things that can go right with a conversation when you're just happy and fun and drinking and having a good time right so um yeah i mean don't be afraid to talk to a stranger free drinks i mean not to say that you should trust everybody that offers you a free drink but if you're there and you see the bartender pour the shot and um you know you guys are having a good time make sure they're not slipping any of that little any of that little you know they're not slipping nothing in that drink you know a good free drink never hurt anybody you know (laughs) maybe that was the wrong wording you guys get the point anyways and not only that but i mean nowadays in 2022 we're really in a day and age where and i'm not bashing this i mean go for it if you love having conversations on the internet with random strangers go for it by all means but we are kind of in a day and age you know where um nobody's talking about how to have a conversation like i know so many people that can't even call the fucking dentist office to make a goddamn appointment like if you don't fucking call the damn dentist office, get up off your fucking ass. Turn into my turn into an auntie real quick. But anyways, like people don't even know how to converse. People don't even know how to have a good conversation. You know, it's all about anxiety and online living. You know, they're they're quick to post an Instagram post, but can't talk to somebody in real life. You know, so it's just a way to kind of start opening up and realizing that it's okay to have a conversation with somebody. Um, and that's that's a really big point you know when you're going out don't be afraid to talk to a stranger don't be afraid to talk to somebody that might have different viewpoints than you open up your brain open up your mind you know Um, see somebody else's perspective for once you know you know like I said 2022 we're talking about people that are very egotistic we're talking about people who um, who live for social media and it's time to you know, once you start getting into your 20s, it's time to start really putting your your foot on the pedal um, and trying new things. This is really the start of your life. So, I mean, you can't take that for granted. This is how you meet people. Some of these people might be your lifelong friends, right? So, you know, take it with a grain of salt. Do what you will with that. Um, My next don't is please don't be creepy, okay? Nobody wants you to grab their ass at the club unless it's your significant other and it's with consent okay nobody wants you to be a fucking creep and put your hand all on their back and their ass and this goes for men and women i don't care who the fuck you are don't be a creep it's just not okay i'm sorry and what i mean by creepy is not always just non-consensual you know touching grabbing groping it's not always that sometimes if you see a pretty girl in the bar don't be a fucking weirdo don't stare her down if you see a hot guy you don't have to be creepy you can be cool and you can flatter them go up like a normal human being and say hey 
I saw you over there and I think you're really fucking hot or I think you're really fucking beautiful. And I just wanted to know if you wanted to talk a little bit, you know, or do you have a significant other? You know, can we can we exchange numbers? Don't be a fucking creep. Don't send your friend over there to be like, my friend thinks you're so cute. That's so fucking weird. Like, just go up to them. You're a grown ass woman. You're a grown ass man. Okay. We don't have to cut the bullshit. You don't have to be a fucking creep. Okay. And just because you see somebody cute doesn't mean you have to flirt, right? There's a lot of cute people. Everybody's beautiful. Everybody gets dressed up and gets ready and spends fucking three hours getting ready to go out to the damn bar and get sweaty and drunk, right? You don't have to always flirt. Especially, you know, things get hot and heavy. Um, you lo- you see somebody, you see something that you like at the bar, the club, and you want to go for it, but you forgot. You're already talking to somebody. You're already dating somebody. You're already putting your feelings into somebody else, right? So save yourself the embarrassment, save yourself the time, save yourself the effort. Just because they're pretty, just because they're cute, does not mean you have to grab them, touch them, stare at them. You know, just don't be a creep, whatever you do, please. There's better ways of doing this, okay? Have some fucking class. No, I'm just joking, but uh, anyways, um, I mean, there's really not too many don'ts, you know. Don't just, just be yourself, don't try to be somebody else because especially if you're trying to meet people or you are trying to find somebody that you know you're trying to flirt with or you know be a friends with benefits and you find them attractive and you're not creepy about it um you know just be yourself don't try to pretend to be something that you're not um you can't ever live up to those standards unless you are already that or you're in the works of becoming that so it's like you never want to lead somebody on because say you do end up talking to that person for years and years that might that might break something down the line you know they might have they have preconceived notions of who you are to begin with and then it all changes yeah, it's not gonna look good buddy sorry to put it that way but it's just not um but you know not too many don'ts the do's of course everybody wants to hear the do's and who am i i mean shit i'm just a fucking 23 year old kid i don't know shit about the do's and don'ts but i'm gonna say how i feel so the do's right of course you want to look fine as shit because who the fuck doesn't want to be fine as shit uh fellas now i myself am part of the lgbtq community i call myself a stud i do go by she her pronouns but i do dress like a man just to be frank with everybody and um my biggest thing that i do when i get ready or when i plan on going out to the bar or the club is i go and get a haircut right there's nothing There's no better feeling in the fucking world than having a fresh ass fucking haircut. I swear to God. Because you know that shit fucking changes your life. You're like, hell yeah. Hell yeah. I'm that bitch. You know what I mean? I'm that dude. You know what I mean? Like, fuck it. Anything goes down, I got a fresh ass haircut. I know that. Uh, But yeah, so one of the dudes, I always just say, you know, go ahead, get your haircut. Get your eyebrows done. You know, get your toes done. Get your hands done. For the ladies, you know, fix your hair up put your best fit on you know what I mean show off what you got nothing wrong with that another thing is like don't like you know don't uh don't suppress yourself if you want to fucking twerk all goddamn night twerk all night but uh you know go out there do your thing that's a do right that's a must go out there and fucking have a good ass time don't let shit ruin your night like go out there and and live your best life you know what I mean? 
I've had so many encounters where like I literally have been out and one of the people that I'm with will start arguing with somebody because the drink fucking spilled. Fuck that drink. Who gives a fuck? You know, another do is just make sure that you got enough money to go out because there's nothing like checking your bank account right before you order a shot. We all been there. We all done that. Don't be that person, right? Make sure you got your money out. Make sure it's ready to go. And just to add to the don'ts list, if you don't got the money, don't go out, okay? Nightlife 101. You don't got the money, you don't go out. Because you're going to regret that shit. Trust and believe. You're going to look at your bank account the next day when you're hungry as fuck and you ain't got no fucking money to order no food, to cook nothing. You ain't got no food at the house. You ain't got no job. No, I'm just playing. But, uh, yeah, don't, uh, you know, make sure you got that money with you. Make sure you're ready to go. Another do. Always make sure you leave with everything that you have. Do the phone, wallet, keys check, right? Make sure your phone's intact. Make sure your wallet's intact. Keys intact if you if you're driving. I suggest you take an Uber. No drinking and driving for me. But if you're the, uh, you know, make sure everybody got their shit. Be that one. Be like, hey, yo, you got your ID? Yo, you need a piece of gum? Yo, you got this? You got that? Make sure everybody's good, right? Don't ever, don't ever be that person that's just lackluster. Like, don't know what the fuck's going on half of the night. You ain't got your money. You lost your wallet. You know, always make sure that if you do bring your keys, you're tucking it all the way in your pocket because you never know who's going to come up and grab them shits and dip. Uh... But just keep everything intact, you know, get clean, you know, stay, stay clean. You know what I mean? Another one, always keep your guard up. Don't, there's creeps out here in this world. Just to be frank with y'all, y'all know this, it's creeps in this fucker, okay? And I guarantee wherever you're at, there's a fucking creep in that fucker. So don't, don't let your guard down. Never get too drunk, you know, to the point where you don't know where you're at. And if you do get that drunk, make sure you got people that love you around you that's going to notice that and be like, okay, it's time to get the fuck out of here. Don't ever put yourself in that situation where a creep can come and get you, take you, snatch you, kidnap you, whatever the fuck they plan on doing for that night. It's not, it's not worth it. Um, another thing that is a do, you always must know your limit. It's like literally, oh man, it's so many times that like, I done seen somebody get so fucked up to the point where I'm like, is this motherfucker? I mean, are they, are they good? Like we might need to bring them to the hospital. You know what I'm saying? You don't ever want to do that, especially cause y'all know how it feels to wake up with that hangover, man. Y'all know what that shit feels like. So, you know, keep it cool. Keep it classy. Keep it cute. Um, I mean, that's pretty much it for night, night culture. You know, I didn't want to talk about it for too much. I'm not a pro. I'm not an expert you guys have any comments about the nightlife do's and don'ts make sure you put them in the comments below make sure you let me know how you feel any experiences you guys have had with the nightclub i might bring them up pull them up and read about them listen to them and talk about them but anyways that's it for the nightlife segment just want to keep y'all in tune uh let's see here next topic that i wanted to talk about was drugs okay everybody done a little druggy drugs now, specifically, I don't like talking about the hard drugs. Those ruin lives. You know, crack is whack. Crack kills. You know what I mean? Heroin, that shit's serious. It's a real epidemic going on in this world. 
So we're going to keep it light. But I would like to talk about a little thing called marijuana. Okay. Uh, now, for people who don't know me or haven't known me for, you know, the past seven, eight years, um, I became an avid marijuana smoker by the age of like 16. I'm talking about fucking fat ass woods. I'm rolling like six, seven woods a day. If I can't get my hands on some weed, it's a fucking problem. Do you hear me? Like, do you understand what I'm saying to you? Like, it, that shit was serious. But you know what? Weed is one of the best drugs in the world. It can also be one of the worst for people that let it get in the way. But honestly, my experience with weed it started really, really good and ended really fucking bad. And we're going to get into that a little bit. So I'll tell you all about the first time that I ever smoked weed. It was with my older brother. Shout out, Justin, if you're listening to this. And um, we had a little bit of fun. Uh, my mom and my little sister, who we all grew up together, they were actually going to Six Flags. I don't know if anybody knows what that is, but uh, Six Flags is an amusement park. I think everybody's heard of Six Flags for the most part. Uh, we lived in Chicago at the time, and they were going to Six Flags with uh, my little sister's school. And so they were gone for fucking, I don't even know. I feel like they were gone for so long. Like, they were gone for a few days at least. And... um so my brother, he's four years older than me, a little bit more experienced in life, right? And um, I was probably, I want to say, like 14 or 15. And my brother was an avid smoker at the time. He was going through a little bit of a heartbreak, if you will. And so he was smoking a lot more then. And so one day, you know, he comes out into the living room. I'm watching Netflix or some shit. And he's like, hey, you want to go smoke this with me? I'm about to go get my hair cut and ride and smoke. Meanwhile, my, my brother's probably like 18 at the time. So, you know, we're all pretty fucking immature and stupid. Anyways, uh, so uh, we hop in the car. He's got this Oldsmobile, black Oldsmobile piece of shit car. But it was nice for the time. My brother was doing that shit back then. And uh, we hop in the car and he rolls it up and he lights it up. And uh, I didn't feel shit. Like I, I, I inhaled it but I didn't, I didn't get high. Like we ended up, he pulled up to the barbershop, he got his hair cut and I was just sitting there and I was waiting for it. I was just anticipating, you know, what the fuck did I just do? Why can't I feel anything? Why the fuck am I not high? Right. And so, uh, I didn't tell my brother that I was trying to act like I was high. Oh, you know, oh shit. I feel it, bruh. So then, um, you know, so he's like, okay, cool. He's like, okay, fuck it. She, she, you know, she's not, uh, She's not a bad first-time smoker, right? So uh, he lights up the blunt again because we didn't finish it on the way to the barbershop. He lights it up, and um, we're driving home. And this time, this time, folks, I knew I hit that shit right. My lungs felt like they were about to fucking collapse. I was coughing so fucking hard. And while I'm coughing, I realized that my whole reality had fucking changed. I'm so serious when I tell you all this I thought I was about to fucking die like you know how it feels when you start going down a roller coaster and your stomach drops and shit I thought I was on a fucking roller coaster my brother was probably going all of 35 miles an hour down like back roads down like these neighborhoods and shit we were not going fast at all and um I look over at my brother and he's just like oh fuck He's like, hell no, I ain't never smoking with you again. You're a fucking weirdo, bro. I'm sitting there holding my chest and shit. My fucking heart's beating out my fucking asshole at this point. 
I'm just like, oh, fuck, what the fuck did I just do? And once you get high for the first time, you think that shit's never going away. I don't know if anybody else has ever experienced that kind of fucking high, but me smoking for the first time and me being so naive, I'm just thinking to myself, like, what the fuck did I just do? This shit's never going away. Oh, my God. The weed is in my system. Am I going to get drug tested right now? What the fuck? I'm scared. And so uh, all these thoughts are going through my head and I'm still just coughing. Like I haven't stopped coughing. So anyways, we get, we pull up. Well, let me tell this part. So uh, we're pulling up literally on my street. I'm still coughing and so out of it that I I look over at my brother and I'm like, (gasps) take me home. And he's like, bro, we're literally on our fucking street. Like, shut the fuck up. And I'm just like, take me home. I don't care. And he's like, "We're, we're literally here. So we pull up to the house and, uh, I get out of the car and I'm like, am I actually fucking walking right now? Like, or am I floating? Like, am I Jesus Christ? Am I actually floating? Am I, am I the fucking Holy Ghost right now? These are the thoughts that are running through my head. I'm not even lying to you guys. These are the thoughts that are running through my head. So, uh, we lived on the, we lived in this little bitty apartment and, uh, we had to walk around the back. It was like a, it was like a house, but we just had like the attic portion of the house is, is what it felt like. It was so fucking tiny. And uh, so we're walking up all these steps trying to get to the uh, the top floor. And I'm just, I'm just floating at this point. I'm not even walking. Fuck it. And uh, so we get in the house and I immediately go sit down. I turn on that 70s show because I was watching that at the time. Shout out that 70s show. Um, and I'm just sitting there and I'm watching and I'm so fucking, I'm just blitzed. I mean, I'm fucking, I'm high and my head is just spinning, but I feel great. I mean, I was pretty calm after I had a little panic attack in the car it's all said and done right and I look at the clock and fucking three hours had passed by I did not watch a single episode of that 70s show I did not listen to a single word that the show had even said and on top of that I didn't realize my brother was sitting there fucking rapping his ass off, listening to this old ass stereo, listening to Nothing Was the Same, the Drake album. And this motherfucker has been in between songs talking to me the whole fucking time. I have said zero words to my knowledge. Zero. And I look up, once I look at the clock and three hours have gone by, and my brother's sitting there fucking talking my ear off, and I haven't heard a word that he said. And I look up at him, and I go, bro, can you shut the fuck up? Like, you've literally been talking, and I haven't even listened to a single word you said. He's like, come on, bro, you killing my high, bro, fuck you. I'm like, fuck this shit. I go in the kitchen, I get up off the couch, I go in the kitchen, and I'm like, you know what, I'm fucking starving. Like, fuck everything, I'm still high. It's been three hours, I'm high as fuck, this shit's never going away. I'm, you, ever get, you ever get so high that you get pissed, or like, you do some shit, and you're like, like this, like, think of it like this. You get so fucking drunk that you wish you didn't get that fucked up. Because you just know how fucked it's going to be. Well, anyways. So I go in the kitchen. And uh, I grab the big bag of all the little value pack of chips. Where it has like 20 bags of chips in it. I go in my room. I close the door. And I eat every single last bag of chips. I'm not even joking, you guys. Now, it might not have been a f- the full thing. I swear to God, I ate like 10 bags of chips in a, mi- in a matter of like 20 minutes. I just fucking scarfed them down, bro. That shit was crazy. And I didn't even think twice about it. Like, I didn't even think that it was weird in the moment. I was just like, fuck it, I'm starving. And then next thing you know, I'm like laying down on the bed. 
and um i am thinking crazy thoughts in my head and like life is just flashing before my eyes and i'm still in this fucking hole of thought where i think that this is like the end for me like i just think that this is the actual end like i'm gonna die i'm not gonna wake up but i'm still not anxious about it i'm just like fuck it you know i did this to myself i fucking come to terms with it at this point i'm just like fuck it you know what i mean and so uh i take my ass to sleep and i'm dreaming fucking crazy ass dreams i remember my brother coming in the room and waking me up with a fucking tall ass glass of milk and he's like here drink this it's gonna kill the high i'm still fucking loaded like i'm just i'm blitzed like i'm gone it's been at least five hours now and my brother comes in the room and he's like here drink this glass of milk it's gonna help you i drink i guzzle that shit i fucking down that shit i don't drink milk for anybody that knows i don't drink milk fuck that shit i guzzled that shit so fucking hard i must have been a thirsty ass bitch so anyways i uh i as soon as i finish that glass of milk i lay down i go back to sleep for like another like two hours and I wake back up to my brother with a fucking cup of orange juice in his hand. And he's like, here, drink this cushion orange juice. Like, what? Like, what, bro? What the fuck? So, um, yeah. So my brother gives me this fucking orange juice. And he's like, yeah, cushion orange juice is good for you. Trust me. I swear to God, that was the best fucking orange juice I ever had in my, in my life. In my life. I've never tasted orange juice that good ever again. So, long story short, it ends up fading off um, after about fucking 10 hours of being high. And I'm like, I'm never doing that shit again. Well, fast forward, about three, four years of my life has gone past and I am a fucking pothead. I'm a stoner. Like, the first day of smoking does not compare to my last day of smoking. Okay? So, now I'm going to talk about my last day of smoking. So, you know, I've been smoking for a while. Um, I got a pretty good tolerance and um, I had come to a point where I thought that I wanted to stop smoking weed. So, you know, I don't buy a bag for about one week goes by. I was like, eh, I could go for a blunt, but I'm good. You know what I mean? So I take another week. By that week, you know, I'm like, okay, fuck this shit. I'm, I'm ready to go. I'm ready to get high. And uh, I think that I'm good. I think I'm cool. Everything's great. Everything's kosher. So uh, I meet up with one of my friends and there's a few people over at her house. And at the time I had just started dating my girlfriend. Um, Literally like we're fresh. Like I just started, we really just started to get to know each other and really know each other's little things about each other. And we're starting to be cute, but it's still kind of in the, you know, you always want to look cute for them. You never want to look dirty and ugly. You know what I mean? Now it's like, I don't give a fuck. But anyways that's what it was like back then we're still in our honeymoon phase and so um we go over to my friend's house and we're matching all of us there's like six people we all have weed to roll up and um i start rolling up and i i'm the first one to fire the blunt you know me thirsty as fuck trying to get the blunt roll trying to fucking roll it up trying to hit it first because i'm i mean i'm ready to go you shit i ain't smoking two goddamn weeks it's friday and i ain't got shit to do right so i roll up the blunt i hit it and immediately chaos immediately like immediately chaos that shit's fucking insane so i'm like holy shit i haven't felt this high since the first time i got high and i start having flashbacks to that and i'm like okay i'm you know what i'm good right blunt goes around once i hit the blunt again 
And this time, when I hit the blunt, all feeling goes out of my fingers. All feeling goes out of my toes. All feeling goes out of my fucking legs. And at that point, I'm just like, okay, for real, this is some bullshit. Like, I've never felt this fucking high in my life. And I'm looking around like, holy fuck, I'm high. I'm looking around like, is this shit laced, bro? Did these motherfuckers? And I'm like, wait, hold up. I rolled the fucking blunt. So I'm sitting there. Everybody else is cool. Everybody else enjoying their time, having a lovely time. My girlfriend doesn't smoke, so she's sitting there like just chilling. And uh, I'm looking at her trying to get her the fucking signal. I'm giving her the fucking eyes like we got to go. But she's, you know what I mean? We, we didn't know each other like that. We didn't know yet. She didn't know to pick up on that. So I'm sitting there. I'm like, holy fuck. And I'm sitting there trying to tap my fingers and move my hands and do all this shit. I literally cannot. I'm paralyzed. And so Blunt goes around. You know, I'm like, nah, I'm good. You know what I mean? I'm like, who the fuck is tapping out on the third time around the table? It's the first Blunt. We all supposed to be matching and shit, right? So they're kind of like, okay. So Blunt keeps going around. I keep on passing it up. I'm still trying not to die. I'm literally focusing all of my energy into not dying at this point i'm checking my pulse like subtly you ever try to fucking check your pulse secretly oh shit hold on hold on wait a minute let me uh let me just feel my wrist wait are they gonna see me are they gonna see me checking my neck what's going on like i'm trying to do all this while i'm fucking stoned like i'm high as fuck and i'm just scared my heart i kid you not y'all was beating at like fucking 260 beats per fucking minute type shit that's how it felt i'm not saying that's real because i'll probably be dead but that is how i felt so at some point of after i'm done giving my girlfriend the eyes she's not she's not picking up on the cue right i'm like fuck i gotta say something like these motherfuckers is gonna have to wheel me out like i'm done and um so i i get enough courage to look at everybody in the room dead ass in their eyes and I'm like, I'm gonna be honest with y'all. I'm about to die. So somebody needs to call 911 because I am literally about to die right now. And they're all like, they start fucking cracking up. Like, this bitch tweaking. Oh my God. I'm like, no, nah, I'm dead ass. I'm about to fucking die. And like, my heart is racing. It feels like it's about to beat out of my fucking chest. Okay. And they're like, oh my God, you know, nobody's really showing any real concern because honestly, they, they know the high guy. They know a high guy when they see one, right? And I just happen to be that bitch. I happen to be the high guy that night. So long story short, I, uh, I'm i like, yo, we got to go. I'm talking to my girlfriend, like, yo, let's just go. Let's get out of here. I'm going to go try to sleep it off because I know if you call the fucking ambulance, they're going to take you in and tell you, why the fuck did you smoke weed? You had an anxiety attack. You shouldn't have did that shit. Dumbass right so I'm like I already know the story you can't go to the hospital you just can't so I'm like come on let's go bae so I'm leaving their house they live in an apartment so I had to walk down all these fucking steps I've almost fucking tumbled like four times meanwhile I me and my girlfriend are fresh we just started talking and dating we weren't even officially together yet how fucking embarrassing I'm like uh you know I'm like oh my god hold me up I'm gonna die like that shit's insane right so we get to the car she's driving and um i'm in the fucking passenger seat she has seat heaters it's cold outside she has seat heaters the seat heat turns on and i think that i'm literally losing organs out of my asshole i'm like oh my god i start i fucking jump up 
I can feel something coming out of my ass. I feel underneath me and it's just the fucking seat heat. But I can't convince myself of that. I'm like, holy shit, there's something coming out. Like every time that I forgot about it, because I was just so hot, like I kept on losing my thoughts and it would come back to me. And so, um, yeah, so that was going on the whole trip. So I turned off the seat heat eventually and I was fine with that. But uh, so my girlfriend, she she takes me home on the way home. We are driving on streets and we're ramping up to go onto the highway. Now, everybody who drives knows that when you get on the highway, you have to speed up when you're getting on the ramp to go anywhere. And um, she starts speeding up and I'm like, oh, my God. And I fucking scream. And she's like, are you good? Again, we're fresh. How fucking embarrassing. This girl's still with me to this day. Shout out. Shout out, Raven. You know, I love you. Um, she's stuck with me for four years now. Thank God. Right. But um, yeah, so she uh, she looks at me. She's like, are you good? Like, what is wrong with you? And I'm like, oh, my God, it feels like we're on a roller coaster. I can't even take the speed. So she's like, she's trying to I can tell she's trying to drive slow and shit, trying to make sure I'm OK because she's sweet like that. But um, yeah, so I'm still convinced that I'm about to die. So finally we get home and I fucking lay it down and my heart is beating out of my fucking chest. And I, when I close my eyes, I have fucking visuals of crazy ass shit. And finally I just go to sleep and I wake up the next day. I'm alive. And it's like nothing ever happened. And I told myself after that day, I'm never, ever fucking smoking again. I swear to God, I have not touched anything since that day. Again, me and my girlfriend were fresh. I have not touched weed in four years, y'all. Like, I am done with that shit. I want nothing to do. Like, and look, if you love to smoke, go for it. I'm all for it, baby. Fucking wake and bake. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but, um, yeah, no, it's not for me. It's not for me. I learned the fucking hard way. That shit is not for me. Okay. And, um, that's my little story on, um, on weed on drugs right we're not going to talk about the hard stuff because that's just a little too that's just a little too hard you know what I mean um but we are going to kind of round out the night with a little information about my first COVID experience now I want to make this quick okay because I know that people are over talking about this shit I know over I know people are overhearing about this shit and quite frankly so am I but that shit was actually fucking intense and crazy. And I just want everybody to know a few things about it, right? So, um, for anybody out there anti-mask, you know, I hope that you're getting vaccinated. I hope that you're trying to take precautions to not get anybody else sick. But, you know, if that's not what you want to do, do your thing, baby. We have a freedom to do that, right? So, people who are for the vaccine and, you know, are for masking it up when needed uh, that's kind of the side that I lean towards you know what I mean I, I'm not really with that shit I'd rather just be safe than sorry and so uh, yes I am vaccinated I am boosted I got COVID after I had both of these things um, both the vaccination and the booster and you know at first because I was vaccinated and boosted I really did think that it was very low chances that I would get it and I still do think that to this day right um but one day at work I um I was you know shadowing this girl training her on how to do her job and I started to feel like complete shit I mean my head was spinning 
my neck was sore my head was pounding um I, I had like a very dry cough the whole day but it just randomly all came on at the same time and thankfully it was a Friday I'm off on the weekends I work a nine I work a regular ass nine to five I'm a regular ass bitch right and so um I'm like okay well you know I'm gonna just stick it out there's no point in um in trying to leave it's it's dumb even though I'd felt like this all day and um, at my desk, you know, I don't wear a mask. I mean, I have to talk to people all day long. So it would be very, very hard for them to hear me if I had a mask on. And so um, I'm just feeling like shit. Never once did it run through my mind that I had COVID. And so I go home. I have vertigo at this point. You know, I'm just feeling like shit, like complete and utter shit. I'm like, damn, I must have caught a badass cold or something. So I take my ass to sleep. And I wake up the next day and I still feel like shit. And you know those shitty ass little mouth thermometers that you can put in your mouth and it tells you your, your temperature? I'm taking that and my temperature's fine. Everything's good. I'm like, okay, so at this point I do start having thoughts like shit, I might have COVID, but I really don't think that I do. Again, I'm vaccine boosted and I thought that, you know, as long as I'm being responsible with my time and space and wearing masks when needed, um, that I'm okay. So, you know, Saturday goes by. I'm still pretty sick, still not feeling it. Sunday rolls by and I'm like, holy shit, I am like really sick. Like I need to go to the doctor and I fucking hate going to the doctor. That's one of the worst things for me because I just don't like how they poke and pride and it's just not for me. I don't know. I just don't like it. I don't appreciate it. I appreciate the doctors. I don't appreciate them doing things that they do to me. That's a joke. Anyways. So um, I go to the doctor and the girl's like, you know, telling me that she puts this little temperature thing on my finger and she's like, uh, you do have a fever. And I'm like, do I? Because I've been taking my temperature constantly and I have not reached a fever. And she's like, oh, those things, they, those things are pieces of shit, basically is what she told me. Of course, she didn't say that, but she's like, those things basically don't work. The ones that you pop in your mouth. And I'm like, well, damn, why the fuck do they sell them? So this whole time I've been walking around with a fever of like 101 and um she's like so do you want to get tested i'm like well i am vaccinated and boosted i've been tested fucking 25 million times as i'm sure all of you have um and uh i'm just like kind of over it and so i kind of went silent and she's like well i think that you should test just in case you know and i'm like all right whatever fuck it shove the thing in me so uh she puts a covid test up my nose and not even joking you guys it was one of those rapid tests she comes back like a minute and a half later and she's like, oh my God, she's like, I'm so happy we tested you. You have COVID. And this is, again, the first time I've ever had it. So I didn't know what to expect. And like, um, like immediately I'm trying to pretend like, oh fuck, I got to take off work. Damn. Hell no. I ain't even sad I got to take off work, but I'm trying to act like that. You know what I mean? Trying to, trying to get in the spirit for how I'm going to tell my boss. So, uh, yeah, they test me and they tell me that I'm positive and I go home and I just, I, I immediately started to realize that I've had all these fucking symptoms this whole fucking time. I lost my taste. I lost my smell, my smell. I lost my fucking will to live. <laughs> but anyways, um, for real, I mean, it really did fuck me up. I mean, like even afterwards, I was still for two weeks dealing with this shit, this fucking gnarly shit coming out of my chest. I was dealing with still fucking horrible throat issues. I was dealing with really bad anxiety. And normally I'm not the anxious type. You know, normally I can keep it cool. Um, normally I am very composed about my thoughts. But something about having COVID 
gave me the worst fucking anxiety about life in general specifically about my job to the point where like I was having panic attacks like I mean I still do sometimes and this was probably about a month ago that I had COVID and I'm still dealing with the after effects um so shout out COVID to ruining my life no but uh anyways that was just my little experience so if you guys are having you know really bad symptoms um or you're still dealing with it you know or you have covid just know that it will get better um there's been a lot of things a lot of studies that have come out about what covid does to the brain and some of the shit is really fucking horrible um you know but if you're still having symptoms after you know two three weeks of having covid go back to the doctor have them check on you if you are feeling anxiety, you know, make sure that you're taking care of that. Go seek help. You know what I mean? Make sure that you're still staying on par for the course. Um, COVID can can mess with you, um, not just physically, but mentally. You know, staying in the house for a week or two, that's something that really affects some people. Um, you know, not being able to do things that you normally would do. You know, really taking it seriously. And so that's kind of, um, that was my journey. And it was, it was a lot harder than people had made it seem, uh, you know, me being 23, I have a lot of acquaintances or friends or people around me of the same age. And when they got it, like, shit, I didn't feel anything. So that's what I thought it was going to be like. No, if I ever got COVID, I thought that I was going to be like, you know, fine and dandy. You know, I'm just chilling at the house. I thought I was just going to enjoy my time off, you know, from work. Hell no. Like, and everybody has their own experiences, so I'm not saying that this is Bible. I'm not saying this is church. I'm not saying these are facts. I'm just saying this is my experience that I went through. And um, it was really fucking horrible. It really was. On top of that, um, I got back to work and half of the team that I work for was out with COVID. Um, so this motherfucker is a super spreader. I mean, they're not lying about the stats, in my opinion. I don't think that they're lying about... For every one person that is testing positive, six other people are going to test positive as a result of spreading it. So, you know, that did show. That showed in the stats at work. And it was just like, what the fuck? Like, what are we going to do? Everybody's out on COVID. How are we going to survive? But yeah, anyways, I mean, COVID really knocked me on my ass. And so anybody that's still out there dealing with it, you know, I I salute you. You're going to get through it. It will get better. It does take time. And there is a such thing as long COVID. So, you know, if you're still experiencing heavy, heavy symptoms um, or you you feel like you can't breathe, you know, make sure you're taking taking that into consideration. Treat yourself as a priority when it comes to that. Make sure you're drinking lots of fluids. Make sure you're staying healthy, you know. Make sure you're not spreading it to your loved ones. Stay quarantined because, trust me, they do not want to go through this shit. And like I said, everybody has their own experiences. So just because you might not feel bad doesn't mean that, you know, the person that you're living with won't feel bad. Uh, but anyways, yeah, just to wrap it up on that. I know I, I didn't. I said I didn't want to talk about it for long. I spent about 10 minutes. Hope I didn't talk your guys' ear off with that. Um, but anyways, you know, I just... Uh, that's really all I had to talk about today. I hope you guys enjoyed the very first podcast, which is called MK Podcast. And um, let me know in the comments what you guys want to talk about next time. I kind of just did this as a little bit of a trial run. So I hope you guys really enjoy and uh, peace out.